Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, what's that smell? Good evening, Metal Faithful. It is I, your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified. Mr. Mark Radledge, and this is the Metal Hammer of Doom. Uh, Tonight, we're back to just two of the three wise men. Yes, my tag team partner, my brother from another love, my brother from another mother, my hetero life mate, ladies and gentlemen. The man who picked up the mantle when it was summarily dropped by Robert Cooper. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jesse Starcher, the disapproving dad, Mr. Essential himself. How do you do, sir? Oh, I am ready to party, Mark. Yes. Party, party, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is going to be a fun show tonight. I have, you know, look, 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 look. Let's just get I'm this looking. straight. All right, yes, sir. You look. You take a good look, all right? Um, if anybody could be called the casual metal fan on here, and I guess that's going to have to be me. Uh, and when someone says to you, Hey, Jesse, have you ever listened to Andrew WK? I would have to say, who is this? (laughs) Really? Uh, You were not familiar with Andrew WK before I, I, because, all right. So let's just get this out of the way. Now we're talking about God is partying tonight by Andrew WK which just was released on September 10th, 2021. And it's the sixth studio album, which was released on Napalm Records. And you have to understand, people, and I'm going to actually, we're going to kick things off real early here with the music. But you have to understand that when I saw 
Andrew WK was putting out a new album, I got very excited. Because, Jesse, you have to understand, and I'm actually surprised you've never heard the song before. If you had, you hadn't. it didn't connect for you. But this is what uh, Andrew WK sounded like when I first came across him. So you understand.
All right. So, Jesse, do you understand now why I wanted to review a new Andrew WK album? Because I, that's what I thought we were going to get. Yeah, I figure that, that, that it sounds like it definitely spoke to you. Uh, I, I definitely could pick up what you were putting down there with what we were hearing out of Party Hard. She is beautiful. Was that last one, We Want Fun? It certainly was, Ollie. Uh, okay, that's what I thought. Uh, so, yeah, just real quick, you know, as as I was looking through here, the the song party hard has been mentioned by quite a few people that i was watching to get a sense of who w andrew wk was they were uh reviewers and they always seem to circle back to party hard like yeah. this was his defining moment yes um listed as the 89th best hard rock song of all time by vh1 uh Pitchfork Media ranks the song number 129 on its list of the top 500 tracks of the 2000s. So 20 years ago, that dropped. Now, yeah. I got a question for you, Mark. Have you been sticking around and listening to any other Andrew WK albums after that? I can't lie. I don't think I have. I may have heard something in passing, but, you know, we started doing the Metal Hammer of Doom... Um, in what, 2012, I think it was? 2011, 2012, somewhere in there. Gosh, it was a long time ago. And um, yeah. we didn't, but in the beginning, we weren't going weekly. We were going like every other week. And then for whatever reasons, like we would, we would just skip in like a whole month and then go back yeah. to it again. Because we used to alternate it with uh, Long Road to Ruin. And then I would have to take breaks. Um, I would go on hiatuses to have children or go on cruises. So. Probably, I don't think until like 2014, 2015, when we were going really, really like weekly. And there's a good chance that in the middle of all that, like just looking at his discography, I may have missed his previous album. So I would have definitely wanted to talk about them if I was paying closer attention. I just wasn't. Um, I mean, I'm looking at it now. So. Yeah, he didn't release anything in the time that we'd been doing the shows. So you figure uh -huh. I Get Wet comes out in 2001, right? And I'm all, I'm all over that one, you know, yeah, as, yeah, as, yeah. as I just said. And then 2003, out comes The Wolf, and we don't have a, you know, 2003, we're not really doing streaming music just yet, right? Yeah. Which means yeah. I'm still having to buy albums. Like, I may, maybe I might be stealing music off of LimeWire, I might be stealing uh -huh. music from off a of Napster, but I am definitely mm -hmm. still buying CDs, and it's not as easy to know when stuff is coming out unless you really, really like pay close attention to what's going on in the music world, you know. And uh -huh. even then, this is still the early two thousands. There aren't a zillion metal blogs just yet. Two thousand six is close calls and brick walls. I mean, I again, I wasn't paying that. I wasn't paying close enough attention to what was going on in the music world, so I missed that one. 55 Cadillac is 2009. Um, and then you, the the only one that we would have done while the show was active and I would have been paying close attention was You're Not Alone. So literally, when like... Did, when, did, when did that drop? 2018. So this is the first one that, you know, to keep... To, to find stuff to, to talk about on the show, I uh, I tracked the Wikipedia page for, for metal albums and I'll kind of look at all the albums coming out for the year and just sort of try, you know, check that a couple times a week. But I've only been doing that for the last couple of years now. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is really the first opportunity I've had to say, oh, <clears throat> while I'm paying attention and I'm able to plan, look, Andrew WK's new album coming out. Surely he must sound like he sounded 20 years ago. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, time is a fickle mistress. I was say, time, is a, time is a cruel mistress, for sure. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, is, with what you just said, myself, I just came in here and said this is the first time I've ever really sat down and listened to this guy, so I don't really have a whole lot to compare it to that's come before other than the few things that you played for me. Okay, so, uh, so have, have you had, before five minutes ago, have you ever heard Party Hard? I don't think I have. I was looking through okay. that song, and because I know that it was one of his most popular, I was like, well, how much traction did this thing actually get? And apparently it was in Stealing Harvard, uh, the Smash Brothers, Pro Evolution Soccer 2010, Madden NFL 2003, and uh, was on the TV spot for Monsters University, all that according to the wiki. So I have a feeling that I had to have heard it at some point or parts of it. Right. Um, but if you've only so, heard it like in a commercial or something, it's like the people who don't know, you know, Electric Worry <laughs> is... Uh, oh, yeah. You know, it's an actual song and they just think they wrote it for Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um so yeah, yeah, I had not heard with that being his most popular song. I don't think I'd ever sat down and listened to it all the way through. So, so. my so my question to you, <clears throat> my question to you is, you know, I tell you what's on the schedule. You have access to the schedule. You're one of the few people that actually reads and pays attention to it. <laughs> and, and you see Andrew WK is on there, and you listen to it, and you don't really have any foreknowledge of what this is going to be. For all you know, this is going to sound like Slayer or Deicide. You don't know. You don't know what kind of craziness I'm unearthing I, on on you. I, I don't know other than, you know, I was kind of expecting some party rock because it seemed like every time you mentioned Andrew W.K., the word party, sh like, followed shortly thereafter. <laughs> so yes. um, I, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm probably not going, yeah, I'm not going to be getting uh, cattle decapitated. I can't even say it. Uh, but, yeah, I wasn't going to get that. Um, yep. There's I, no, I, I kind of. No, no John Cougar concentration camp here. No, no, sir. So I, I, I kind of had a feeling of what I was going to get. But, again, complete clean slate. So here we have uh, a very interesting album as we get into it. It is it's not what I expected. I'll just well, that, put it that way. Well, that's what I wanted. I wanted to talk about this before we started. So, again, you have no foreknowledge. You're going into this, like, tabula rosa. And you put the record on, you're a few songs into it. What were you thinking? Like, were you like, what is up with Mark and this year, like, making me listen to Weezer and this and that? And, you know, I, I've since taken it off the schedule, but at one point I had the new Duran Duran on the schedule. And you're like, when did this stop being a metal podcast? That's what I need to know. Uh, <laughs> what were you thinking? Well, I mean, I definitely can pick up some metal influence. And he uses, uh, when we get through these first three that we get to listen to i think that it's a pretty heavy album but there are absolutely songs on here that i've had me scratching my head like okay mark i don't know what your plan is here but <laughs> it's not too different from some of the stuff that we've done before uh you know this isn't something that is completely off the beaten path in my opinion um so i don't think you lost your marbles uh <laughs> picking this album or anything but it was, you know, it was definitely a little bit more different than what I was expecting. Because I was expecting more along the lines of some just like 
really fast paced rock and roll throughout the whole album. I thought that's what we were going to get. This dude likes to party hard. All right. Well, let's find out how hard he's going to party. And <laughs> wow, it when we talk about the themes that I picked up throughout the songs uh, and also what we get when you hear the music, it's, it's a, like I said, different than what I was expect, expecting. All right, let's get into the first three songs here uh, off the new album, which is God is Pottying. We have Everybody Sins, Babylon, and No One to Know.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. sounds like the, the soundtrack from fucking Flash Gordon. <laughs> it's funny because I wrote down in my <clears throat> notes that No One to Know has this weird, like, 70s vibe to it. Like, yeah. it's, you know, you get this kind of feel with the... I, I don't know if it's the horns or or if it's keyboards. If was, I can't no, tell. There was, no, that was definitely a synthesizer, and that's where it was like, okay. my God, this sounds like, like Queen's soundtrack from... <laughs> Like, I'm expecting the hawk people to fly over. <laughs> yeah. Flash, yeah. you saved uh, everyone. 
Have a nice day. Yeah, he'll save every one of us. Send for every one of us. Sorry. It's time uh, to party. Um, so, yeah, imagine my disappointment when I when I put this on. Like, Everybody Sins is not bad. It's just like it's an almost seven-minute song. It just takes forever to get into. But um, like, Everybody Sins and, and Babylon are both fairly heavy. But, again, like I'm just expecting, like, solo co- red solo cop drunken partying debauchery run around in a circle you know ramming in the walls kind of music and i get and, and this is what i want you to talk about real quick because like you messaged me while you were listening to it and it's so funny jesse you and i just have very different like listening friends like like friday 1201 you're like on spotify <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to it already and you're sending me messages like what the hell or this is awesome have you listened to this yet meanwhile i'm still recording a podcast from the night before you know so <laughs> So you're like yeah. you're always into the album like early Friday. Like I don't even listen to the album until like the day of usually, unless it's something I really, really you know, like am like dying to listen to. And yeah. um, and sometimes I just don't like if I'm working on a Friday, I just don't get a chance to. In any case, my, my point being that you kept sending me messages like, is he kind of like a Christian rock artist? That I'm like the party hard guy. No, why? <laughs> well, now I know why you you were saying that. Yeah, you look at the themes that kind of persist throughout the songs that are on this album, uh, and it fits in with the title of the album. And yeah, I did a little bit of research just to find out if this, you know, if he was like super religious or something like that. That's not the case. I mean, maybe after... he became so after he started banging Cat Dennings because I'd thank God too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe you can be but, my bro. You can be my broke girl anytime, Cat Dennings. So she, or I mean, yeah, a religious experience. You never know. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, these, these first three, these first three tracks are. I mean, everybody sins in Babylon. Just right there in the titles, those yeah. two have some type of reference to the Bible. Now, no one to know is. You know, I was going through the lyrics, and that one is a real hard song for me to put my finger upon to try and figure out what in the world it's about. Now, Mm -hmm. just doing some cursory research, you start to see that there are some very intricate theories and subtext to a lot of Andrew W.K.'s work, including, uh, I. I happened upon like apparently there is a consistent theory that Andrew WK does not exist. <laughs> I'll set that out there as that is a fringe type of thing, but it's funny because I was one of the first articles that I happened to come across was one that said, "Can we revisit the fact that Andrew WK may not actually be real?" And I was like, "Oh, I really don't want to get into any of that." Um, but th- that's apparently something that's out there. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, as far as tone goes, uh, the first two songs I think are probably great. Uh, they're they're great songs to set the album off. They're heavy at points. Uh, they're definitely not the party rock, just like you were talking about. But they are they are heavy, um, and. Then we hit No One to Know, which really takes a a step back, and it feels... It's a beautiful song, but 
as to the theme of partying, it certainly doesn't feel like a party in that one. Um, that feels more like a love song almost. I now, am. Um, I'm looking at my playlists. And yeah. I went with Andrew WK because, like, I really want to just want to have a fun time talking about some fun party rock. Mm. And then we get this. And I'm like, <laughs> once again, we could have talked about the new alien weaponry. We could have talked oh. about the Spanish folk metal band that finally released their album available on Spotify, Mego de Oz. Okay? Uh-huh. I mean, we could have talked about the new Ginger album, Wallflowers. We could have talked about the new Buried Between, uh, Between the Buried and Me. Fuck, for God's sakes, we could have talked about the new Night Ranger. Yep. But, you know, I said, let's do Andrew WK, and I feel like I chose badly. You, well, <laughs> you know, you, you've opened my eyes to a few things here, which is, which is good. Okay. I do want to pay, I do, I do want to point out to you, Mark, if you did not see, but, this was pointed out to me earlier today. Take a look at the album cover. Do you have it there in front of you? I Well, I have Spotify up so I can see the album cover, sure. Okay, all right. So take a good look at it. Do your best to describe to our listeners what the album cover looks like. Okay, well, he's... Uh, I, I was doing some reading, too, and from what I understand, Andrew WK's thing is to wear all white all the time, but, like, he's dirty and he's stained, and he appears to be unconscious, lying in a ditch. I think, I think uh, what you meant is he wears an, a white shirt and white pants every day. The same white shirt and white pants every day. <laughs> yeah, and that's he, why he, it looks so dirty. <laughs> he looks a little homeless, sure. Yeah. Now, here's the one thing that I didn't notice until it was pointed out to me, and I kind of slapped myself for not noticing. Take a look at his crotch. Yeah, it looks like he peed himself. He pissed himself. Uh, and if you look at his face, his eyes are awake. You know, his eyes are open, and he's awake. He looks like he's just been like stunned, like God hit him so hard uh, and if, laid but, his ass out. But what if in this picture he is God because God is partying, and now well, God and now God got so drunk that he passed out in a ditch. <laughs> and twenty twenty happened. Thanks God. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Could, could you imagine, like, like God fucked up, and you know, like God was drinking White Claw, and because God seems like the White Claw kind of drinker. Oh, sure. <laughs> Hard self. <clears throat> so God's drinking White Claws, and he, he gets pissed drunk, and he, you know, and he goes, Literally. he gets like hungover, and so since he's not minding the store, twenty twenty happens, <laughs> and now like he, a, and now he's awake, right? Right, like, like this picture is from last year. Now God is like just trying to plug the holes, you know. Yeah, he he's trying to keep the whole thing from sinking, but like, God is all knowing. But did he know yeah. that half the that half the world would refuse a uh, vaccination? Did he know how stupid people are? Uh, I, I honestly think that this is him realizing how stupid people are and then deciding well fuck it i'm gonna get drunk well <laughs> because there's not much else to do oh so, so, oh, so you think he's drinking you think he's drinking again god this is, is yeah this <laughs> yes he's partying and drinking because it's the end of the world as we know it mark radlich well i just i like this idea that like he wasn't minding the store because he was drunk and unconscious in a ditch and so 
he's not there to stop the pandemic from happening, but now it is. And he's like, well, okay, well, and, and again, I get this straight from TikTok. This is like one of the really funny, uh, really funny TikTok trends is, okay. you know, if you, again, I don't know if your wife ever shows you this stuff, but it's always one person talking to themselves. They just keep changing oh, yes. the angle like a pitch meeting. And it's always like the one, and in, and in these that I'm referring to, it's always the one person who's just like, God will provide. God, God will take care of me. And they were like, but God is taking care of you. God sent you three different vaccines. What would you expect God to do? Just, you know, come, you know, come down in earthly form, lay hands and protect you with magic. Like, that's how God works. There you go. Um, and now, you know, and so God is having a hard time containing this, you know, it's just like, it's like an animal that got out. Like, I, we, we can't get it, can't get this back in the cage, you know. He's like, okay, yep. well, I'll send them vaccines. We don't want it. Fuck! He's like, what am Damn I supposed it. to do now? Yeah. Uh, exactly. How yeah, many exactly. listeners do you think we lost with that last bit? <laughs> Half of them. All right. So we're down to five. 50%. 50 percent. <laughs> That's a good number to use. Hey, you know what, though? As long as we have great sponsors. That's right. We will always keep the party going, Jesse. When you did your notes for tonight, did you use Grammarly? As a matter of fact, I did. It's very, 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 very helpful. Well, you know, Jesse, and I'm sure you do because you just said you use the goddamn thing. Grammarly's mm -hmm. AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements to download Grammarly today. Go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com slash W2M network to download Grammarly for free. You ready to hear the next three songs, or do we want to be blast for me, blast from you, blast for everybody in the world? <laughs> blast, blast for us. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm ready. Let's see. Let's see if the party gets started here with the next song. Uh, the party does not start on this album. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, all right, here we go. We got the next three set of three songs. Here we've got "Stay True to Your Heart." No, wait, that's "Be Cruel to Your School." I'm in heaven, and remember your oath. Close your eyes And open up your soul Let the power rise Give it total control Whoa. Until your head's on fire
Look, I'm not going to take anything away from the album. It's some pre pretty powerful songs on here. I mean, I actually kind of like it. I, I think I just have to, with a lot of things that we talk about on the network, I have to kind of get over my initial, like, hump of expectation and disappointment. Yes. And yeah, then yeah, just yeah. like, okay, well, now I, let me reconsider the album now that I know it's not what I wanted it to be. Let's judge it on what it is, which is, which again, not even being facetious or joking, um, is something that happens a lot here because... Can I just talk to you for a minute? Can I talk to you? Talk friend? to me. Talk to me, Mark Rattlish. I need. I need. I want to talk to you, friend. Mm -hmm. Are we the only show? Are we the only podcast that is willing to talk about things that we don't know if it's good or not? We're just we're just <laughs> willing, just willing to give something a chance and say, well, what what could possibly? We're not going to die, right? If we if that's we, true. If we watch a bad movie or if we watch uh, we listen to a bad album or we watch a bad television show, it won't kill our children. No. Right? No, it will not. It, it will not harm our wives. It will not steal our car. It will not burn down our house. I, no, I, I don't know about you, but if you watch it, if you go into a movie, right, you go and you put your pirate hat on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yep. you get all... all and everything. And you get all aboard the, uh, the, the, the SS uh, Starcher to sail the high seas yar <laughs> to watch a movie and you expect it to be good you're thinking it's going to be good you wouldn't be watching it otherwise turns out it's bad do you suddenly get covid no <laughs> okay no. or hiv or no. you know or hepatitis right no like it, like i i mean i just feel like every podcast tiktok account instagram Maybe not Instagram, but YouTube. <laughs> Definitely yeah. YouTube is like we only want we either want to hate things because that's a popular thing to get clicks, or we want to only talk yeah. about the things we like. And it's like the same three things: Marvel, Star Wars, <laughs> and I don't know. I guess other comic book stuff. Um, but here we are, just like well, let's just talk about anything and let's see what happens and if it's bad we'll say it's bad and if it's good we'll say it's good um that's right and if it's the mandalorian we'll just say it's fine because it fucking is it's just fine <laughs> it's fine it's fine have a cupcake it's fine it's fine but yeah i mean you're right like it's so frustrating yeah dude the internet is full of people that have absolutely negative opinions just because it brings in the audience right that's what the audience wants that's what the audience wants to hear that's what the other half of the audience wants to rail against and therefore dislike your video um so that's just an unfortunate thing it's like oh i hate this i've got to tell everybody why i hate it and <laughs> that's the thing like we're listening to this and it's like 
we didn't know it was going to be not what we not what I expected it to be. But here I yeah. am talking about it anyway, and like, well, let's let's you know let's examine it from an objective point of view. And I just feel like, and this is my own skewed whiny perspective, I guess. I just feel like we're the only. I feel like we're the one of the few, if any, that actually take the time to do that. Yeah, you know. Well, it's like it's a like Christian says everything's either a one or a ten. That's true. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I, there's definitely... You could dislike something. You just got to try your best to explain why you dislike it and not shit all over everybody who may like it. Uh, I just saw a picture today of a guy who was this this person was holding this little globe and mm -hmm. it, on the front of it it said media. <laughs> and he's just kind of holding it right there and it, it's like it's just a little ball and this guy comes up to him and he says I hate that piece of media. And the the guy holding it just looks at him and says, "Okay." You know, it, <laughs> there's it, there's no reason to just absolutely hate on something. Uh, now we we do our best if we dislike something to explain why. But right. again, it's just all a matter of opinion anyway. Look in the in the, well, in the hundred years we in the hundred years we've been doing this, we've absolutely said on a number of occasions this was not good, and here's why. Yeah, yeah, and we're not we're not scared of taking a chance on something that we may end up liking or disliking or just aren't. Our, our sacks are not tickled. You know, maybe yeah. we are nonplussed. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's what kind of why I like doing this show because I get the opportunity to listen to something that I've never listened to before every once in a while. I do get to listen to stuff that I love, but most of the time I'm listening to stuff that's brand new to me and we get to see what I think of it, what you think of it, and see where our, uh, see where our tastes meet and where they diverge. Um, and with this Andrew WK album, you know, I fully went into it expecting party rock. And what we get is a lot softer in some aspects compared to what I was expecting. These two of these tracks that we just listened to stay true to your heart, uh, which does, I think, pick up and get a little loud at some points, but it doesn't doesn't get extremely heavy or anything. Um, I'm in heaven, which is a pretty that's a pretty heavy track when you listen to it, but it's funny because I just counted them up. I did my own word count here, and there's seven unique words in that whole song. <laughs> so it's, it's basically I'm in heaven, 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 and but it's it's I got this like rave vibe to it. Yeah. So it's completely different compared to Stay True to Your Heart. And then Remember Your Oath. If you look at that lyrically, I mean I didn't dive into anything else that really explained what was going on in the song, but you can, I mean, I'll read a few things to you here, Mark. You tell me what you think. Um, so remember your oath. You said that you were done. Now you finally found the one. You swore that you had changed forever. Then a little later on in the song, he says, 
now, so now your demon's back again. I can't believe that you let him in. They always figure out a way to get you. Uh, so you went against your pledge. You knocked yourself right off the ledge. You broke your body, broke your spirit, and broke your, you broke your heart. It feels like a song about some type of addiction. Yeah. Something that I don't whenever like, you hear I don't like to use the ahead. word oath, though, in that song. Remember your promise. You know, remember... I just... You know, an oath is like what doctors swear to. You know, oh, yeah. first do no well, harm. Or what, like a, pri- a priest has to take an oath, you know, in order to, in order to you know, be uh, a person of the cloth. And that's something that, like, remember your oath. Like, I don't think this is what the song is about, but for me, that's like an allusion to um, sin. You know, it's an allusion to uh, temptation by okay. somebody who has taken a very strict oath of some sort of, you know, uh, behavior. You know, like some I, sort I, of code. Yeah, some sort of code. Um, but I don't think that that's what he's talking about because it does. When I listen to you read the lyrics, it does feel like it's a song about love and heartbreak. But it's mm-hmm. weird. Because, okay, I did not swear an oath to my wife. You know, we had vows. I vow to not be a shithead. Okay? I I vow to not be a raving lunatic. Now, we've both failed. But... (laughs) Yeah. As you do in a marriage. But you try, you try again, see? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean... Not you. You guys are fine. But, I mean, like, the rest of us are mortals. Oh, I love how you put my marriage on a pedestal. <laughs> and the only, um, reason, the only reason that is is because it's like, I, if I complain about my wife and she hears about this, I <laughs> might less of a body part, some body parts missing or something. We're going to so. send it. Jesse's going to send a picture of us. He's going to be living on top of the doghouse, like Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pray for me, please. <laughs> um, well, this is another fine mess you've gotten me into, Rattledge. Um <laughs> No, but I mean, being serious just for a moment, I, I did not pledge an oath to my wife. And maybe some people, you know, if you really want to get picking you in, in the details of, of the definition of these words, I suppose you can find similarities in them. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to get caught in the minutia of language. But I just feel like an oath is a very, very, very specific kind of promise, and it doesn't. Okay. And and I don't know if it's the right word to describe, you know, a promise to be a better girl. You know what I mean? You know, a promise yeah. to not be an asshole girl, um, which I feel like is re- what he's really talking about here. But I I struggle. Remember your oath. Don't touch children. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, okay. Remember your so, oath. Stay true. Stay true to the tenets of Catholicism. Not remember your oath. Don't cheat on your boyfriend. You know what I mean? I typed in AA oath. Okay, so okay. Okay. as <laughs> an Alcoholics Anonymous. As an Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay. Uh, there is a one hundred and sixty-four and more dot com. Um, oath in big book. Al- Alcoholics Anonymous, 12 Steps. So I that's kind of where I was getting, oh, well, hey, it, gets, it says that it occurs one time, apparently. 
I have no idea where this is pulling this information, but um, <laughs> where whatever. are you taking me, and, Jesse? How did we get down yeah, this dark I, alley? I, I don't know. I don't know. But that's kind of what I, I thought it was like more like he was there was a promise to try and make sure that he doesn't fall back into alcoholism or drug addiction okay. or you know some that's what i was getting from it but so so you don't even think it's a love song you think this is about you think this is about him talking about staying clean i think that yeah this is his promise to like say okay look this person that he's talking about swore an oath not to do this anymore so i'm not going to do this and then lo and behold sure enough they've got the, the, they're, they're doing the drugs again and it, 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 he says it a couple times in here you never remember your oath you never remember it but if, if, um, but if you said to your wife like I promise to stop drinking is that is that an oath are you swearing I don't know sobriety it sounds like to me an oath is a promise that's really all it is to me okay I mean, if you say I, I, I promise that I'm going to do that that's, that's your oath now granted it may actually mean something more heavy then I'm yeah. really, you know, that I'm just, giving it connotation for. This podcast was supposed to be 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's a lot. If you really dig into what he's right. saying and, and a lot of these songs, there's there's some good stuff that you can get into when it comes I to the I did a Google search. <laughs> Tell me all about it. Oath. A solemn promise often invoking a divine witness regarding one's future Ooh. action or behavior. In other words, they took an oath of allegiance to the king. Two, okay. a profane or offensive expression used to express anger or strong emotions. They exploded with a mouthful of oaths. Okay, I've never fucking heard, never that, heard that one. <laughs> well, I'll remember <laughs> that, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so people ask, what is oath and pledge? Oath is a formal or serious promise to tell the truth or do something. Like when you put your hand on the Bible in court, right? This is what I mean. Like, like, I don't think this is the best use of that word. Again, I'm all of look. If, if what you say is true, I'm with you. I can definitely see this being about promising to stop using substances and get clean and be a better person. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you wouldn't pledge an oath to that. You would make a promise. You know, you might even take it as far as a you know. See, this says oath and pledge, and I don't even know if pledge is the right word. Yeah. Um, all right, so here, here's something. Okay? Let's spend the next hour talking about this. Um... <laughs> sure, I'll be right back as I set my <laughs> headphones down and then walk away and watch an episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> English language and usage. Oath versus pledge versus vow. Okay? So what's the difference oh. between oath, a pledge, and a vow, and where should each word be used? Okay? So... Okay. To me, the nouns pledge and vow are closer in meaning to the point of being synonymous. They mean a solemn promise. Oath, while close in meaning, typically has an additional sense of invoking the divine. Okay. All right. Um, Another answer here. Oath is a formal or serious promise to tell the truth or do something. Pledge is a serious promise of agreement. Vow is a serious promise to do something or behave in a certain way. So again, your wedding vow. It's not an oath. It's just, you know... I promise to not be nearly as much of a shithead as I was when I was single. Sure. I like how, okay, you know, you talking about how oath invokes the divine, again, it folds right in 
to the theme of this album mm-hmm. uh, because you know, we're talking about God is partying and it every single almost every single one of these songs has something to do with the divine or God yeah um, or an angel well that's um, what I, wa- I wanted to say before and I, I didn't want to lose this point so thank you for taking me back to it so one thing I, I read about him is like he's known for being super positive which is not a connection that I made because I just thought he was a goofy red solo cup guy but apparently yeah. like apparently he's like the hate breed of hard rock he is yes. all he is all about the positivity except in the one instance that he wasn't which is a whole other album but I mean like I don't know if he's ever been this religious before um, or invoking of of faith but apparently in all of his albums save one he's been super upbeat and positive and yay we should all strive to be better people and isn't life wonderful um, so I'm wondering if again he was banging Cat Dennings and you know, and, and he and he was overcome with orgasm, and at that point is where he saw God, and he was like, Here's "I must write an album about my um, finishing inside Cat Dennings and having that... a religious experience like you would." Well, hold on, because you may not be too far off as we get to song number yes! nine. <laughs> <laughs> See, everyone says Rattling, you're too much, you're too far, and I'm like, no, I. The truth is the fucking truth jesse starcher get ready get ready because we are about to lay it all out there with these next few songs and especially song number nine mark radlich speaks the truth okay um well i'm doing this can you tweet please tweet kat dennings and ask her if he saw jesus while he was banging her because i need to know <laughs> uh, <laughs> you tweet Cat uh, Dennings, I'll, and, and I'll play music. How does that sound? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, yeah, sure. <laughs> All I right. enjoyed your role in Thor. That's what I will tweet. <laughs> <laughs> My wife watches two broke girls. Hey, by the way. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, we've got uh, <clears throat> My Tower, and then We Blew Apart, I Made It, and Not Anymore.
So I tweeted Kat Dennings. Oh, boy. I said, hey, quick question. Uh, official Kat Dennings. Like, I don't want to bother you. So a quick question I need answered. Uh, Please. At official Kat Hey, quick question. Was Andrew WK inspired to write the God is Partying album because he's dating you? We're talking about it now, and that was our theory. Thanks. See? Respectful. <laughs> Respectful. <laughs> oh, good. I sure hope she listens to the podcast and gets to hear how respectful we were. <laughs> I don't, did not provide a link. That's just, good. I just wanted a question answered. Very good forethought. Very good. I mean, who's to say she's not conducting and ask me anything right now? And that's my question. Like, I don't ever have questions for an ask me anything because I don't give a fuck about most things. But now I have a question. Now I have an ask me anything for Kat Dennings. Yes. Yes, you do. I, as a matter of fact, it's funny because I'm on Reddit uh, right now <laughs> and I'm just kind of going through. There's an uh, Andrew WK subreddit. So okay. I was just kind of gre- breezing through just to see what kind of revelations and uh, we're on there, but there was a really interesting article which I w- would like to take the time to check out. Please, this guy is well. He he, uh, he is. I don't know if he's theorizing or if this was actually stated. So just bear with me. I I don't know. Is it about uh, but I could. No, no. It, it talks <laughs> about the inspiration of the album, and it says. Andrew WK's God is Partying as a transformative journey through the tarot. Okay? So the guy goes through and he lists each song and also lists, like, the corresponding, I assume, the tarot card or tarot whatever. Like, So in everybody's sense, he's got the fool uh, listed there. High Priestess, or excuse me, Babylon, he has the magician High Priestess. So all like. Me personally, what I'm what I'm seeing is somebody playing uh, or playing. Yeah, they're playing tarot cards, Mark. You know, it's kind of like go fish. Um, they're, <laughs> they're doing the tarot cards and they're laying those the fool, the magician, death. Uh, but anyway, he, do you he, uh, have the death card? No, go fish. I, <laughs> that's good. I don't want it. Um, remember your oath. Yes, temperance, the devil. So he's doing a. It's a pretty good sized article that lists each song. Let you listen to a little bit of the song and also tells you about how it relates to the tarot. Uh, so, again, it's another one of those layers of the mythology that is behind Andrew W.K. Uh, I mean, this was so we, we got through those. I mean, song nine, uh, track nine, and then we blew apart. So I, I want to at least tell our listeners about what happened to me by the time I'd reached track nine all right so just like mark was saying it's friday i'm going through the album and i hit track nine because most of what i was hearing it felt like a we've used this term already some type of religious experience was happening throughout the album uh you can see all of those ties to uh you know there's mentions of angels coming to the you know bring (laughs) might be bringing that See, I misspoke. <laughs> but there's all sorts of allusions to God, angels, uh, you know, divine intervention, things of that nature. Uh, we, we skip the interlude because we usually don't play those on there. It's called goddess par- partying. But you can see all these ties. And 
So me not being the dude that knows about Andrew WK, the guy that knows nothing about this artist, I'm like, I send Mark a message. I said, is he known for being religious? Because I swear I saw something. Most likely it was probably just something that said the God of partying <laughs> or the party <laughs> God. But I, I, I had one point I had thought that I had seen something about his, uh, his religious stance. And that's why I asked you guys to confirm it if you'd heard anything. Mm -hmm. But then I hit track nine. Mm -hmm. And track nine shows up, and we have those few lyrics specifically where it says that we blew our load. <laughs> we came together. We rode, or you rode my road or something like that. You know, we rode. <laughs> so I, I'm just sitting I there, bet I'm someone like, got rode. <laughs> I was sitting there going, I misunderstood <laughs> what this album was about. And I was like, am I missing like a ton of jokes throughout here? Because there was no way, there was no way that Andrew WK wrote in this album, we would ride each other's road. We blew our load. We blew our load. We came together and said to himself, that's not the funny. If that's not the funniest damn thing I've ever wrote, nobody will be able to pick up on this. Could you imagine um, the cognitive dissonance going on if he wrote that and did not openly fucking acknowledge there, that he is writing a sex song? That is what I was like trying to figure out. Like, oh my gosh, I just made it nine songs into this, and there, there's no way the maturity level of my brain would have <laughs> missed anything like that in the previous eight songs. How is this possible? Uh, so yeah, I told you I said I, I had to have missed something previous to this. But again, it, it really that song as beautiful as it was and as meatloaf as it was, did you pick up any like inspirations of meatloaf throughout this whole album? Like there was a few times where I was like, Holy crap, that is something that could have been on bat out of hell. Uh, that could have been something that was it, it, that piano forward stuff where, and the beautiful vocals. Uh, and this was a, this was a beautiful song, but I mean, I just could not take it seriously. There was no way. Well, you know, and then we blew apart. And then we blew apart. You know, Jesse, we could go on AmazonMusic.com right now, and we could listen to some Meatloaf, and then we could oh. compare them. We could compare "Bad Out of Hell" to uh, "God Is Partying" and see mm. if there are. I mean, because I, because I definitely, I definitely hear some light touches of Meatloaf on this, and I, and I was thinking, in all seriousness. This has a layer of industrial music to it. Not not hard, not heavy, but it's definitely, you know, this is definitely kind of somebody playing with their computer music studio and adding uh, elements that, that don't come naturally by playing an instrument. Um, yeah. But I'll tell you, if you want to go on AmazonMusic.com and you would like to stream some meatloaf, you're like, I don't want to, like, pay for that shit. What, what <laughs> if I don't like it? And then I have to make a YouTube video condemning anyone that's ever liked Meatloaf and say it's a flop. Mm -hmm. If you and if you like Meatloaf, you're wrong. Uh, oh, I don't have the horse sound anymore. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, I can't. Damn I can't it. play beating a dead horse. 
<laughs> Damn it. <laughs> anyway, um, you should check out our link in the description for getamazonmusic.com slash W2M network. <laughs> for a free 30 day for a uh, 30 day free trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited uh, service. You go to getamazonmusic.com slash W2M network, make sure you complete the sign up process, and you will be able to stream all the Meatloaf and Andrew WK and Cannibal Hulk and anything else that we've talked about here on the Middlehammer of Doom or the Source Material podcast or anything, you know, any other fine podcast on this network. So get amazonmusic.com slash W2M network. Jesse Starcher, whether uh, we came together or we blew apart. And I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, <laughs> depending on how much coming together there is, if I don't blow apart very soon, I get very winded. I'm not, I'm not the spry man I used to be. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes I got to lay on my back in order for there to be some sort of come together, and then, then we definitely blow apart. <laughs> uh, hey Jesse, you want to keep doing this podcast? <laughs> hey Jesse, you want to keep doing this podcast? Not anymore. Oh man, oh man! Thank you, Andrew WK. You've ruined Metal Hammer of Doom. Uh, um, how did look. we know? I would, I would have been, I would have rather been talking Night Ranger. <laughs> so Cat Dennings hasn't responded yet. Cat, we've only got a few uh, more minutes of the show left in case you're 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 not listening because we're recording this. We're not. Yeah. Live. Um, but Cat, if you, if if someone in the world heard this podcast and was like hey these two middle-aged fat asses we're talking about you yes on a podcast yes. i they apparently have wives and daughters and shit but for some odd reason they were really fixated on you like well what about me my role in thor oh god no nobody cares about that my role well, in wandavision that- nobody gives about nobody cares including the mm. emmy committee about that either um Ooh. ouch <laughs> shot fired yeah recent take recent that burn take that marvel fans um, <laughs> just alienate just about any fan base we have. Let's let's focus and make a laser focus. I don't know which other person we can alienate, but let's do it. I have a list. Um, I'm just <laughs> going going A to Z. We're up to M. Um, yeah, cross that one off. All right. Anyway, I'm just like picturing this conversation. It's like, hey, so these two like middle aged guys who allegedly have wives and daughters, were very fixated on you, and they think, they think Andrew W.K. wrote his new album based on having sex with you. And I can't imagine she would have any other reaction than to go, ugh. Uh, <laughs> Just, uh, uh, That's weird, because yeah, some, t- t- <laughs> some guy tweeted me about that. I wonder if it's the same guy. Oh, no. Blocked. It is, Kat Dennings. It is. Blocked. <laughs> this just in, Kat Dennings off Twitter. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> All right. Go. Um, so, yeah, she hasn't responded yet. I wonder why. Anyway, okay. uh, if she does respond, though, we will, uh, we will add an addendum to this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fine. Um, I enjoyed talking about it with you. I had more fun talking about it than I actually had listening to it. Not a bad album by any stretch of the imagination. It's a well-composed album. Um, just, you know, if this was the first time I'd ever heard Andrew WK, I don't know if I would review another one of his his albums. 
Um, yeah. Knowing what he's capable of and knowing what he produced this time out, I'd be willing to continue to see what else he's got up his sleeve. See, you know, see if he, you know, maybe he breaks up with Cat Dennings and he starts banging some other broad, and that inspires him to write something about tacos. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. You know, like a whole mm-hmm. album just dedicated to his love of Tex-Mex. Because <laughs> he's. he's- might as well. I mean, that, I would love to see it. I mean, this, I mean, I don't know how you go from God is partying to Taco Tuesday, but Andrew <laughs> WK somehow did it. I mean, Could you imagine? He reached those heights. Two or three years from now, Andrew WK, God likes tacos. <laughs> and it's just him uh, lying dead in front of a taco truck in a very confused... And a very confused John Favreau, looking out from the window, because John Favreau was in the movie Chef. Get it? That's right. I get it. He got I get it. Okay. That. You get, I get that? It. You understand that uh, reference? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let me let me get my final thoughts so we can end this please, uh, podcast here. Please just soon. tell me to shut the fuck up already. <laughs> uh, yeah. So as for my first Andrew WK full album experience, uh, yes, sir. You know, like I said, this is a it. I won't be revisiting too much uh, in here. I mean, there were, there were some standouts, in my opinion, as when it comes to the rest of the album. I obviously gravitated more towards the heavier stuff. Everybody sends Babylon. I did like the poppy feel from Not Anymore, which I think if you look at it when you're saying party rock, that kind of had that. Uh, that felt like a, a, a party rock kind of a song. Um, but it felt more poppy than most of the other stuff. The not Poppy? the Church of Poppy. Not the Poppy. I will not use her name in vain. You know, speaking of the divine. Um, yeah. Do so, you think Andrew WK is a minister in the Church of Poppy? There is probably a subreddit dedicated to that theory. I, because I, I, that could possibly hold weight right there. Yeah. I mean, really. Can you start one? Thought. Can you start a subreddit? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> There's your one-word answer. Incorruptible Jesse Starcher. Essential incorruptible Jesse Starcher. That's right. That's right. But, yeah, I mean, it was an okay experience. I've listened to the album, like, I don't know, probably four or five times. There's nothing extremely offensive on here. It's definitely produced and uh, composed very well. I mean, you cannot deny the musicianship that Andrew W.K. has. For him to be able to play everything uh, (laughs) that you hear on this album, it's... That is a feat in itself. I need so him much to, respect. I need him to lean into that on the next album. All right, so maybe he doesn't write about tacos. Maybe he calls it "God is a One Man Band," right? Okay. And now, well, okay. now we're getting like we're starting to like kind of dip into his ego there. Okay. I mean, if he's, if he's calling himself, if he's going to call himself God, <laughs> there's a you know he might have some concerns. But go ahead, continue. Um, and so the, so it's like the similar cover, you know, he's wearing all white and he's disheveled, but he's got like cymbals strapped to his knees, you know, and a bass drum to his chest, you know, and, and a crash on his head. Get it? You know, like one oh, man, one yeah. man band. He is the classic quintessential, like Benny Hill, one man band. I yeah. got gotcha. you. Harmonica. Just like just oh, yes. outside of his mouth. Oh yeah. Playing the mouth. He's got a little thing over there where he can play the mouth harp if he needs to and go bang with the little thing. I got you. I, yeah, I got you. You ever see the family guy episode where Peter and Quagmire are folk singers. And 
What? I mean, I do not watch Family Guy hardly at all, but the amount of shit that those people get into on that show that you've told me about. So folk singers now. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. there's an episode where they become folk singers, and they make it big. They get signed by a record label, and so they have to pick out album art. For their uh, for their thing, and everything, every single thing Peter picked out is a sexual innuendo. So one is called like blowing your friends, and it's like Quackmire like blowing a blowing a bubble. Nice, and you know, and the bubble is Peter's head. You know, and there was a whole bunch of them like that. I have to send you, I have to send you the clip. Uh, I think when so, I start when I start referencing Family Guy, we're done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. 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 Um. All right, man. Well, you know, I, I had a good time at least talking about it. Learned a lot about Andrew WK. I'm sure we just barely scratched the surface, and there's so much more we didn't know. Uh, but uh, for right now, that's just where we're going to have to leave it. Well, this was a very religious experience, not just for Cat Dennings, but for me too. Mm-hmm. And the religion on the Metal Hammer of Doom, the faith, because you got to have faith, Jesse. That's what Limp Biscuit told me. Yes, George, and George Michael who and fucking George Michael, but <laughs> sure, get the fuck up. Um, <laughs> the uh, the religious experience, the faith, does not stop with Andrew WK because you know what next week is, don't you? What is next week, Mark Radlich? Next week, you and I are going to put on our Sunday best, and we're going to go to church. Oh yeah. The church. the church of Poppy? No, no, not church, Whitey. Well, church. 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 You got to go to church. Yeah, you got to get that R out of there. You got to go to church. All right. The church of Poppy. She has a new album out called Flux. It may or may not be metal. I haven't heard it yet. But hey, life is about taking chances. What's life without a little mystery, Jesse? Oh, well, you know what? We'll find out there next week. I think you'll be hearing from me Friday morning. Now, what the <laughs> hell, Mark Radlitz? At oh my goodness, Mark <laughs> <laughs> What is this shit? Anyway, next week, we're reviewing Poppy Flux. Last week was the Metallica, the Blacklist. We selections from that. The week before that was Iron Maidens and Jutsu, and we kicked off September to remember with D. Snyder's Leave a Scar. So that's what we got going on there. In October... We've got, no, we've got uh, October 6th um, is, I've, I, I've hornswoggled Jesse into doing things for me. Hornswoggle. So, so nothing June 6th. But we will be reviewing the new Monster Magnet cover album, um, A Better Dystopia, on October 13th. And then uh, we'll be reviewing uh, Ice Nine Kills, The Silver Scream 2. Um, welcome to Horrorwood. Get it? Because Hollywood, Horrorwood, October. Ooh, 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 ooh. I, do you understand? That's you spooky, get... scary. Spooky, and then, spooky, scary. just in time for the Superblog team up, baby dolls, the new Halloween self-titled album, Halloween. How about that? Ooh, look out. Yep. Just in time for Halloween. What? Ever... How, where, where, how do you draw lines? Which... Oh, okay. I get it. Halloween, Halloween, do you get it? Mm, Halloween, Halloween. Hello, super, my baby. Hello, my darling. The super blog team up goes to hell. Do you get it? Halloween. Where? Hell. Oh. oh. Halloween. Oh. Halloween uh, goes to hell. This, do you get it? This this bit is <laughs> hell. 
<laughs> oh, perfect. I'm, all right, I've clearly lost my mind. So, Jesse, rumor has it you do a uh, hey next week. As a matter of fact, you have a comics podcast. You can tell the people about it. Yeah. So next week, what do we got coming up? We have source material Venom Carnage Unleashed. All right. Now picture this: it's me, Jason Teasley. Sicily, We're talking about. Say what? <laughs> Sicily, 1938. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Golden Girls. Um, so we get to sit down and we talk about a another battle between Carnage and Venom. Now, this, ha- this takes place in the mid-90s, shortly after the Carnage... Uh, video game actually the what was it called it was uh, Maximum Carnage Maximum Carnage video game hit the shelves and was a very very popular video game for the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis alright so how does Marvel capitalize upon that success they write a story about Carnage playing a video game and escaping into the internet Oh God! that's right Oh, could you imagine? You don't even have to. Jason Teasley and myself talk about all the fun techno babble that came out <laughs> in the 90s about the internet. It was just, you know, it was so nascent. It was so new uh, to hear, like, the Marvel writers. I wish I could remember who wrote this jam. But anyway, the Marvel uh, writers try to talk about what is happening on the internet and the squeaks and bloops and blops these modems were that that is in the comics it's not that hard of a conversation to have though all that was happening in the early 2000s on the internet was porn uh, that's true that's true and somehow somehow venom and carnage did not find their way into a porn site uh not not yet but at least. they did <laughs> they did battle there was a lot of symbiote fluid going all over the place <laughs> Uh, they came together but, and they exploded. Yes, they blew apart. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can check that out. Uh, that's coming up there. And I I know we have some stuff on tap at some point for the Unspoken Issues podcast. I know we're also going to try at some point. I don't. We haven't really nailed down anything in regards to our... Uh, our tripped up trivia that we are planning on doing. I know October's rolling around. You can at least expect a horror related trivia at some point there. Um, but as for unspoken issues, I know that we, I may be taking that show and using a, using, using that as a slot for the unspoken, excuse me, for the uh, Superblog team up. You know, the unspoken issues may go to hell and maybe we even could find a way to squeeze in a source material somewhere in there too, just to kind of fit the uh, motif for the super blog team up. So that's all stuff that's kind of percolating in my head. Haven't got anything down definite, but uh, just kind of keep an eye out for all that there. Uh, but that's all I've got going on, Mark. All right. That's it. That's all for me. Thanks. I'm driving. Uh, be sure to check out the next episode of the metal hammer of doom in our previous episodes. We have fun for Jesse Starcher. I'm Mark Rattledge. Be well, be safe, and behave.